Hello, this is episode 22 of Live from the Bordello. It's a Wednesday, we have a guest. Who is yeah. our guest? Me! Who are you? <laughs> Megan. I'm Megan Hanna, and I work with these fine fellows here. And they've asked me to be a guest, so here I am. Well, thank you for joining us. Yes. We hope you don't regret it too much. <laughs> I hope I don't regret it too much, too. I was I lost sleep over that last night. Oh, no. Did you? I, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Take that as a compliment. I'm glad we're causing introducing stress into people's lives. <laughs> this is, this is uh, yeah, I'm, I might put this as a CV bullet point. Um, so let's talk about alcohol. Yes. Let's just, just dive a great topic here. start. A great start. <laughs> One of our favorites. Here How would you like to start? Um, drinking. Oh, no, that's a okay. It's that too like early. I did yeah. think about bringing in a sampler. I do still have some of the delicious, what was it, strawberry... Something. Strawberry rhubarb. Strawberry rhubarb liqueur that you made me. Um, only some. I did think about bringing in a sampler, but then it would have meant we had to change the hour of the podcast. Mm. That would be difficult. We can, we can possibly re- rejoin later. Yeah, we can, we can just like <laughs> edit it podcast. back in. Yeah. For next time. Yes. Well, we'll have five a five o'clock Friday podcast. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll have the sampler podcast. So, so you manufacture alcohol. Uh, well, I, I think we should take a step back here for the sake of our listeners who who don't have context here. That's you okay. you are a, an alcoholist. Yes, um, a good title. <laughs> t- tell us about your your alcoholing. Ah, so at one point I was thinking of starting up a little side business. So I began making um, flavored vodkas and liquors. They're really easy to make. Now, um, do you make the vodka? Or no. do we flavor the vodka? Heck no. There are only so many potatoes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, you can make vodka from anything, actually. And actually, vodka tastings are really fun and interesting to do. And you <laughs> will find, quickly. <laughs> you will find that your most expensive vodkas taste only marginally better than your pretty rotgut vodka. The, the, the thing that. that I heard was if you take shitty, incredibly cheap vodka and then put it through a Brita filter, Correct. it turns into Absolutely. expensive, I, delicious. Actually, I, I think done, you told me that one. I've done that taste testing too. And do you know who gave me my Brita filter for that purpose? Was my son, who said they used <laughs> to do that in high school. I too have done that. And I found that the cost of a Brita filter, though, often <laughs> bugs you over it the... does <laughs> offset <laughs> But not by If you much. already have a Brita filter, though. But it sort of ruins the Brita filter for water. <laughs> well, it <laughs> does, but you I, keep using it for vodka. I would true. not use the word ruins. <laughs> exactly. Enhances. Exactly. And I've done that taste test. We've done filtered against high-end um, high mm-hmm. vodkas, and it makes a big difference. But anyway, so, so it used to be, I used to go down to Haymarket every week, and you pick up stuff for, like, dirt cheap, but you pick up raspberries for a dollar. But right. if you don't rush home with them, yeah. they're going to spoil. Right. Mm-hmm. So I started doing it then. And certain kinds of fruit, it's like the, the flavor of the vodka captures that freshness of the flavor. Mm-hmm. So I started experimenting. And for a while, it was just, I had so many bottles in my house of alcohol. You it make that sound like a terrible thing. It made me wildly popular. <laughs> yes. Especially I because I gave it away all the time mm-hmm. and I told anybody the rules, there was only one rule. If they brought back the bottle, I'd refill it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, to just finish up the bottle I have and get back into <laughs> the game. <laughs> Can I bring a different, different bottle? <laughs> sure. It's a 50-gallon drum at his house. Why not? Why not? <laughs> My stuff. 
socks. I don't have huge socks right now, but, but you can try. So what's your what's your base material? What's the, the ideal base vodka for infusing? I pretty much use really cheapo vodkas. Like pop-offs? Yeah, exactly. And you just, you can t- do the tasting. And if it doesn't taste so great, I just filter it. <laughs> you know, it's really simple. It works. It's cheap. And then the process is different. Different fruits, you do different things. Some last long. The liqueurs take a little longer and have a little more work to do. Well, um, presumably you just take a bottle of vodka, throw fruit in, and presumably some amount of sugar. Correct. And That's exactly right. That it varies by the fruit. Are we talking days or months? No, a couple of weeks. Okay. A few weeks. And, you know, it really helps to, like, taste it every day so you can see when it's done. Right, yeah. <laughs> I find that's the best way. <laughs> Is it ever advisable to leave the fruit in the bottom of the bottle? It, will, will that do good or bad or just, like... No, mostly not. Mostly. You know, like strawberries, it turns into these, like, really weird rubbery things. Okay. They don't taste so bad in the first couple of weeks. They uh-huh. taste sort of good, like you like it. Uh-huh. But after a couple of months, it's like a really weird, shriveled, rubbery thing. But then what happens if you then taste the vodka after a couple of months of having a weird, shriveled, shriveled rubbery The vodka's thing? fine. It's okay. already pulled out all the taste from it. What okay, happens so is it just sucks out all the taste. It's not harmful to no, the drink to leave. Well, that's not true. Some fruit just does horribly. Okay. Like I've had terrible, like apples, they just sort of rotted in the vodka. And mm-hmm. Some certain kinds of soft fruits, like I had no luck with peaches, which one would have thought you would have been yeah, able to do something. Yeah, peach goes into everything. Yeah, but no, it didn't. It's certain kind of mushy things. Mm. It's sort of best with berries and citrus. So yeah. I, I do make a grapefruit liqueur. The grapefruit actually is one of the exceptions where you leave the grapefruit sections in, and it is it is so delicious, I can't tell you. It is the most refreshing thing on a summer day. And I have a friend that actually makes a vodka grapefruit sorbet from the vodka-infused grapefruit. Wow. Yeah. So you are no longer the end user. You are now part of a pipeline. I am part of a pipeline. So, yeah. So that's about... Those are, you know, reasonably simple. They all sort of have a little special rule for each of them. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I was sort of developing... find those by trial and error. Exactly. And I was sort of developing a business model, so I was sort of tracking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are some that take longer, like there's so, this So one. why do you, why are you still here? This clearly sounds why like the prudent decision <laughs> Why to are you trying to save alcohol, <laughs> save cancer, rather than making great <laughs> Well, they're not incompatible. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe uh, hypocritical. <laughs> well, hypocritical, come on. Alcohol doesn't cause cancer. Is that true? I, I'm I, sure that's true. Yeah. It does, I, I suppose... It doesn't cause a lot of cancer. I suppose it causes <laughs> lots of things before it causes cancer. It causes lots of other bad but, things. That I agree with. But in moderation. So, so we have been having an on and off discussion about a related but different operation. Yes, apples. Yes. Apples. I just want to say I'm a huge fan of apples. So I'm actually, I have opinions about apples, unsurprisingly. I have opinions about everything. But apples Do are tell. Really, What's your opinion about apples? Apples are really variable, and a lot yes. of apples are rubbish. That is entirely and true. It is incredibly easy to buy apples that are rubbish. And if you buy them in the off-season, in-season it's pretty easy to get good apples. Yeah. I just, just buy the ones that say Honeycrisp. The, the ease with which I can end up with an apple that's terrible really puts me off apples. 
is. Like, if I look at an apple, I can usually not tell if this is going to be a good idea. You need to work on your apple mm-hmm. You need to work, exactly. And yeah. it sounds like Lewis could mentor you in you, this. Yeah. Okay, good. I, I'm a big fan of apples. Mm-hmm. And a man of discriminating taste on mm-hmm. top of that. Yes, thank, thank you. Let someone, someone See? is finally recognized. <laughs> <laughs> So, so anyway, tell, tell us about your apple. Yes, so apple cider. So I have a bunch of apple trees, and I went up to look. I, I looked at them this weekend. And, you know, remember we had this weird spring that was super late? Mm-hmm. And I noticed that a lot of them didn't blossom out. Or the no. blossoms got pinched, so I have very few apples. That is, uh, is that going to be a national problem? I don't know. Do we need really to curious. go to your orchard and beat up your trees? Well, too late for that. So I have two early apples, two trees that are early apples, and that is end of July. Mm-hmm. One of them had, doesn't have a single apple on it, and the other one, which is actually has two different apple varieties on it, one, one an early and one a late. Mm-hmm. That half tree <laughs> looks pretty good. Right. So that's sort of all I. I have this year. I can't. I couldn't believe it. Because last kind of year I had more apples than you could even yeah. think about. I think last year was a good year for apples and pears. I think I, last year was. So um, yeah. So I I have a half tree. How yeah. much cider is a half tree's worth? That of is a good question, and I don't know the answer. I have to do more research. And I I've been so busy. I haven't had a chance to. And my brother and I have been trading phone calls. Because uh-huh. he's been doing this for about three years, doing right. the hard cider, cider thing. Yeah. Hard cider, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's way ahead of me. Though. Otherwise known as cider to, to the rest of the colleagues. Europeans. Yes. Yeah. So my neighbor also makes hard cider, and mm-hmm. he's left his cider press that he uses rarely in my basement. So if anyone wants to use a cider press. Really? Yes. <laughs> Using Paravine. Is your neighbor nice? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there was a, a bit pause strange. there. <laughs> He's like our neighbor slash maintenance man slash he used to live in our apartment and for some reason we our keys our keys are the same as his keys, which is very strange. Also our keys for some reason open some other completely unrelated buildings in Boston, which is strange. Okay, that's strange. So what that, makes you think he's not going to be using this? Well, he this... didn't use it last year. Okay. And he said that if we wanted it, we could take it. Or he'd throw it away. And I said, well, leave it in the basement because this is a really cool cider press. Can I borrow that there, cider press? You can press? certainly borrow that. You probably How about have we have cider a press. cider press day? I would yeah. be happy to have a cider press day because I really like anything apple related. So, okay. so the other thing that we need if we're going to go down this route. Well, is, how big is the cider press? Is this the, the little desktop one? No, this is like a standing, like a freestanding press with a big bucket on it. So it's like this. Yeah, it's like this big and it's, okay. it's hand powered in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This big for our listeners is about. It's about yay. It's about yay wide. Yeah. Yes. Could you take a Could you take a picture? I send not, it. Not at the moment, but yeah. <laughs> well, I don't mean right now. <laughs> with your robot mind. Yeah. Or just project. But yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. So, but the other thing that we need is something to chop up the apples. And well, we only we only have half a tree. Right, we have it's not like, lives. Yeah, but that's a lot of. I really like cutting apples. I really Actually, liked, let me think. Of, let me I think really of liked the idea of taking a pile of sink disposal and then <laughs> turning it into an apple grinding machine. Do I have a? Disposal. You said I you have, have. I do not have. One. You said you have like some contractor friends who might be able to. Right, I might things. be. Able to I mean, find you can acquire one from yes. hundred dollars and get one. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you have to make sure it's an older model because the new ones go so fast they literally puree everything. Yeah, and you, you don't want, want it to be vaguely chunky. What about just a blender or a food processor? Well, that's probably not going to be. I mean, like it's. Possible, I know in my head, I'm running through scale, all my kitchen yeah. appliances. Or, or a we a, can slice them. Sort of like a 
grinder attachment for a mixer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they usually well. just, it just crunches them. Like, yeah. it's super coarse. I mean, I've seen people literally use a bucket and a big plank of wood and repeatedly drop the plank of wood into the bucket. But like well, for heaven's sakes, you could do it. You could use a Cuisinart and yeah. just slice them, which would probably get you a long ways. It's not really a delicate operation. No, no. But it is. Like, I think that's the more logistically difficult thing than pressing. So, if but you how, want to do how, it without it being... Yeah. Right. What, it, half a tree. It's, this like, is it's all, like a bushel, right? It's this like is all the measurement we can give you. Yeah. Half a tree. That's not Would that much. Would the apples cover this table? Uh, in a single yes. layer or multiple? In, in how many layers? I don't know. <laughs> What do I know? I don't know. You've seen a tree. I've seen a tree. You've seen your tree. I've seen my tree. (laughs) It's sort of a big tree. Okay. But it's only half the tree. (laughs) It's only half a tree. Are they good cider apples, actually? What sort of apples are they? I don't know. This is a total experiment. My understanding is that cider apples are not eating apples. Correct. Mm -hmm. And I actually think these are some sort of... They're golden apples. Hmm. So they might be golden delicious. But I couldn't tell last year. They could also just be some random thing. Oh, I guess it was a grass. No, because it's an old orchard, so it's going to be an older variety. It's actually amazing how much progress they've made in apple production lately. Honeycrisp is so good. I think that's a new variety. It is, it is. And it was an engineered variety. Yeah. Apparently, coming soon from the University of Minnesota is Honeycrisp 2, even better than Oh, no. We've just had chess 2. I I think they're going to give it a different name, but it's it's another even better engineered variety that will hopefully grow better. Honeycrisp. Yeah, something like that. But I got an insider at the University of Minnesota who reports on the apple updates. You are an apple fan. I like apples, yeah. How does cider fermentation work? I don't know what you have to do for that. Uh, You squish them and then you put them in a bucket. Do they need to be a sealed, it's, like, it's, like the mead? Yeah, it's it's standard fermentation. You put them in a bucket and then you leave it there and then you can either continue to leave it there or you can decant and let it age. But right, so what else do, do I need? You need a big bucket. I need a big bucket. Like a trash can is fine. Right, okay. So something sizable enough to contain all of the alcohol. And do you well, care <laughs> what what kind of bucket it is? Obviously. It's vaguely clean and food grade, maybe. But lead is a bad Trash place. cans aren't usually food grade. This is true, but I mean, that's also not <laughs> that big a deal. Um, <laughs> it'll sterilize itself, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the alcohol will, will kill the... Well, it'll kill the germs, but it won't kill the toxic compounds. <laughs> okay, so then you let it age. Then you... So, so basically, okay. you put all of the the juice in a bucket and then you leave it there and then sometime later it's alcohol and then you drink it but it doesn't okay. have to be sealed so you don't do yeast you don't do anything else yeah, you, you don't, don't need you don't yeast because there's yeast on the, on the apples right you can throw in something to kill all of the yeast on the apples and right. add your own and then yeast kick if it, you then want it, it to be then more. that yeast will take over right. and be the dominant if you want it to be a, a more well, controlled culture. Right, okay. Um, then you can do that. So but it'll outcompete the other right. yeast and then it will give that particular flavor rather mm, than the correct. flavor that's going to be come along with the apples. Right. Do we okay. have any idea what sort of yeast you use? Um, that's like a two second look it up on the internet. I wouldn't imagine there's probably some kind of one yeast. But yeast okay. is yeast is yeast. Mainly the strains have different tolerances for alcohol content before oh, okay. they die. So it's, it's basically like the yeast you choose 
and the amount of sugar that you put in determine how alcoholic and how sweet your final thing is going to turn out. Yeast will get up to a certain alcohol content and then not be able to survive floating around in that percentage of alcohol. Basically, they will convert Ah, sugar into alcohol until either they run out of sugar and die, or they toxicity themselves, but they alcohol toxicity themselves and die. So if you run out of sugar first, you end up with something dry. If, If your alcohol content caps out for the yeast first, then any remaining sugar doesn't get converted and it's right. sweet. It's, um, and then if the um, yeast dies, mm-hmm. you have a failed batch. No, no, no. No, no okay. Like, it just it, stops where it, 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 it stops fermenting. Okay. The yeast sinks to the bottom. That's why you like siphon off the top. And So then and to it. bottle, you siphon everything off the top because mm-hmm. all the crud oh, has right. dropped. So sometimes you re-ferment in the bottle and you're adding you, like if, if there's, yeah, so you can then add, at bottling time, a tiny amount of sugar so that any remaining floating around mm-hmm. live yeast will do a little bit more of CO2 production. And that'll give a and little fizz in the bottle. That, that fizzes, but don't bother doing that because bottling is really boring um, and they don't care about sparkles that much. I like sparkles. Mm-hmm. Bottling's boring. Yeah, you. I mean, it, it also very much depends on what equipment. <laughs> well, I mean, so if you're bottling something that you want to be sparkly, then you can't use corks for obvious reasons. Right. So then you are using bottles, and you like uh, siphon, yes, yes, crown, yes. siphon crown, siphon crown, siphon yeah, crown. Yeah, yeah, okay. This yeah. Okay. These big bottles. It's it's yeah. just a dull job. Got it. So yeah, you kind of just make this decision about. I want my final alcohol to be this ABV and this okay. sweetness. And, and what is it? How long does it take? Say we get the cider. Depends on the. You've got temperature. You've got right. humidity. You've got usually it's fairly yeast. tolerant, depending on the depending on the yeast. Some yeasts are very very grumpy about temperature, mm-hmm. um, but so that's another another factor that you want. But to here see. we're not going to know what the what the yeast is going to be tolerant. On, uh, on if, if it's just the yeast off the apple, then yeah. yes, yeah, we're also not going to know what ABV the yeast will die at. ABV alcohol by volume. So we right. want to go for maximum. Well, so so this is this is just uh, a decision of. Do you want this to be dry? Do you want this to be sweet? How strong do you want this to be? And you just make those decisions, and then you go find a yeast and some amount of sugar that will enable you to do that. How do you measure sugar content? So you measure the specific gravity at the beginning, and that will tell you. So it's the difference between the specific gravity at the beginning and the specific gravity after fermentation shows you that that sugar That's has been turned up. into something that is now okay. lighter That's than water. That's the up, and that gives you, that gives from you that, you can you, the uh, can you tell what it is initially? So you're asking, can I, by throwing a hydrometer into a bucket of apple juice, determine how much sugar, sugar there is there? Yeah, to um, some degree of... I assume so. Because it's all sugar, and it's this much more than water, this much heavier than water. So the difference should be the sugar. I've never, I've never done that calculation myself, but I assume it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is going to be a fairly uh, ad hoc. We'll see what happens Mm -hmm. in operation. Okay, this is a half baked plant. Oh yes, Mm -hmm. I can live with that. I like that. We should make it a fully baked plant and pie. So I think we should promise our listeners an update. I don't. I don't think our listeners should ever have any expectations ever because they will only. We want to. We want to be able to disappoint them though. I think we. Great success comes with great disappointment. Well, what's the update? Oh well, what happens with this apple plant? Oh, Oh, yeah. We do have to have a tasting. That's fine with me. So we—that ha- means that your podcast is going to have to be the end of a day someday. 
I think we can do some some additional recording. Yeah, I mean, we every now and then we do bonus episodes. Usually, when a bonus episode. Yeah, so usually what happens? We we <laughs> phrase them as bonus episodes, and actually, there we don't have a proper episode this week. Episodes. Um, and what I will do is go spelunking in the archives and find something that I cut out from a previous episode. So and basically, then, the most boring bits of a previous episode um, that were not fit to publish. Right. But now you get it in this, instead of a regular episode. Um, people are very excited for them. And it's so spellbinding mm-hmm. that you have people clamoring for the next episode. Um, like that. Clamor is a thing that happens. You haven't listened to it, have you? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, I, I am also going to be in Peru at the end of August. So. A, a bonus episode or two won't go amiss. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm sure we could do some extracurricular recording yes. and and so turn it into a bonus episode. Should we talk about anything else other than alcohol today? Um, I, think we're just I don't think there are other topics of conversation that even can be had. That's, that's I fine. think we've covered everything. Okay, well, I'm learning. I'm learning how to play my first musical instrument. Oh, wh- which is a ukulele. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I have. I have a thing against ukuleles. My playing is awesome. The twanginess is... I don't find it endearing, and I think the instrument is just... That's just because you haven't heard me play yet, so I may have to bring it in. You can play it the entire time we're having to taste it. (laughs) And just listeners, I just want you to know that Hussein's making a yucky face. That would be our first live musical performance. And this is true. I think that's a good idea. Would you like to bring in no, the ukulele? No, I would not. <laughs> for the I said I'm just learning, okay, <laughs> that's people? The best. You'll, you'll, I did not say I'm, I'm ready for prime time. And Jesse can bring Absolutely in Absolutely not. Yeah, this, this sounds and You can great. do a duet. We can have a musical amateur. Uh, absolutely not. We might as well bring in some six-year-olds with recorders just to... And uh, drums. Six-year-olds with drums. I did play the drums. I did play the drums very poorly at some point. I cut an album. Did you? Yes. Well, just up with scissors. <laughs> I don't have the sole copyright on it, so I don't know if I can... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> you have to license it for yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'll have to, to talk to my former bandmates and get With your, with your publisher? Yeah, my publisher. Have a word with you, Emily. Yes, yes. Good. Well, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. It was. It's been a great pleasure, gentlemen. Wow, that's shocking. <laughs> wait and see. Wait and see what we edit you to say. Uh-oh. I get first rights, don't I? No. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us. Um, we we should definitely follow up and make some alcohol, or at least at the very minimum, drink some alcohol. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.